What's going on? What's going on? What is going on? Shalom to all of our listeners. I want to welcome you once again to the Infinite Ascension Podcast. Pew, pew, yeah, pew, yeah, pew, yeah, pew. yeah. I am Hanu. Hanu Nasaya. <laughs> and I am your host for the Infinite Ascension Podcast. And once again, I'm joined with Hasset Sarak, the RV therapist. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom, shalom. And uh, we are also joined today by an amazing guest. And that is the one, the only, Kaya. We don't know if you're going to hear her. But you might. So we're introducing her now, just in case she. Baby Kaya she pops is present. Say, sh- Kaya say shalom. She said it with she her not eyes. Ready yet. She, she not ready yet. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to welcome you to the Infinite Ascension Podcast. Here we enlighten, encourage, and empower others with the tools necessary to ascend to their highest level. Yes, there is a greater level that you can reach. And we motivate you to strive to reach that level through our information, explanations, and personal experiences. All right. So we've been having some amazing discussions here recently. We have. Um, myself and the RV therapist, we've been jumping on this together for a few weeks. And we're going to make this another powerful podcast. Because last week, we talked about uh motivation this week we're going to talk about an authentic attachment we are diving into attachment theory and we're going to get into we're going to allow this uh understanding of the attachment theory understand of authentic attachments to take us to a higher level in our relationships and a higher level internally all right so, if you haven't heard the previous episodes, jump on to infiniteascension.org. Mm-hmm. You click on the podcast, Infinite Ascension Podcast, and it will take you directly to all of our previous uh, sessions, all our previous recordings. Yes. So you can hear every single one, not just from this season, but from the previous season as well. Yes. But we're also on Spotify, we're on iTunes. Go check us out. Um, no excuse to miss an episode. So, and if you have any questions too, any questions, any topics you want us to cover, right? Anything. Yes, put it in the comment section as well. In the comment section, hit us up. We're still diving into this stuff. We're still learning and maneuvering around this aspect of the business. So, if you're interested, if you have any suggestions, any ideas, any uh, questions, please hit us up. And if you can't hit us up or you're not comfortable hitting us up, uh, in the comment section then jump on the email hit us up at infiniteascension23 at gmail.com and if you would like an individualized plan please check out our website at infinite ascensions we offer free consultations and we can get you on the path to success path to success path to success so let's get into this week's focus Everything we talk about each week, each week, the purpose behind it is to change the lives of our listeners and to awaken 
some sleeping warriors. Come on. So this week, we're talking about an authentic attachment. Yes. Authentic attachment. Yes. An authentic attachment is a secure attachment. So first off, let me just say this. Um, when it comes to just um, the human, human experience in itself, we all have a universal need for connections. We all have a universal desire to form relationships and to come together. And so the attachment theory kind of helps us to understand um, why we are born driven to develop emotional bonds and how our earlier childhood experiences play a huge role in our ability to connect with others. Our, you know, so we wanted to talk about the various attachment styles on today to kind of help us to do our own self-assessment and also have a better idea of how that style looks in relationships. And when it comes to attachment style, this not, doesn't only apply to marriages, but we're focusing on relationships and marriage, right? But right. you can look at this across the board in any connection, friendships, um, partnerships, anything of that nature. Absolutely. A majority, a vast majority of the information that we use here today um, is uh, supported by um, or references psychiatrists John Bowlby. Mm -hmm. um, he's considered to be the father of attachment theory. So he um, was one of the primary uh, individuals in the development of this theory and the information that we're going to go over today. John Bowlby. Um, so um, one thing that he explained, he explained that um, we're born driven to develop emotional bonds, right? Mm -hmm. So we had this inner drive that we were born with um, that desires to develop some type of emotional connection, some yes. type of emotional attachment, mm -hmm. but not just with anyone, primarily with whoever your primary uh, caregiver is growing up. So the person that raised you, there's a desire internally for you to have a connection with that individual mm -hmm. and you want that connection in order to um, ensure your survival um, and you continue to seek that uh, that connection or that attachment um, from the time you're born until the time you leave uh, this this realm yes and even for adults even um, I know that sometimes we think that when we become adults that we don't have the same need to form connections with others but um, Cindy Hazen and Philip Shaver, they were the first researchers to study adult attachments and kind of, you know, take Bobby's ideas further. And they found that we are driven to form deep affectional bonds with romantic partners right. and to have those um, attachment, attachment needs fulfilled, right? Right, right. And these bonds serve both as a safe haven from the world's stressors and as a secure base from which we can explore the world with open curiosity. So one of the signs of a secure attachment with, um, with children, right? And also adults is that when you have secure attachments um, with your partner or your parent or caregiver, right? That means that 
number one, they are a secure, uh, safe haven for you. They're, like you said, are a secure base, right? And also, too, there is uh, a connection, right? Where you guys are within each other's proximity, right? Right. When you have that and you are secure in that, then it gives you the confidence to begin to explore outside of that connection. It gives you the confidence to begin to explore your dreams, your goals, and your aspirations with confidence because you know that you have a um, safe a safe base. You know that you have someone who has your back, who will support you, right? And even when we experience maybe setbacks or failures even, we know that we have somebody that's going to be in our corner rooting for us and supporting us. Right. And that's what, that's what we need, and even the, as adults. And the exact opposite is uh, valid as well. So if you struggle with uh, feeling secure in your relationships, not just your, you know, marriage, um, but, you know, your relationship with your, your brothers or sisters, your relationships with your friends, co-workers, neighbors, then you can go back utilizing this theory and identify areas in your early life, your early childhood, that may have uh, influenced your current relationships, your current uh, uh, connections. So if there's struggles, issues constantly with current connections that aren't other people's fault, you know, or you can accept that there's something internally with me that is influencing, negatively influencing these relationships. What is that thing? And then in your search, you can utilize the attachment theory to identify that, man, it may have been my relationship with my parents. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and it starts with um, our parent relationship, but also to just our formidable years, you know, our adolescence, relationships with uh, other, um, our peers, right? Relationships with uh, authority figures, relationships with, you know, um, maybe in different social groups that you were part of, right. right? Even your experience in the military, babe, like, you know, your experiences even there, right, can af affect attachment, right? Right, absolutely. And absolutely. You, you know, it's just, you think, <laughs> you think about how, uh, you you respond in crowds or how you respond um you know at a at a movie theater things like that you know a lot of that stuff is influenced by my time in the military my uh ability to connect in those environments is directly impacted by you know my infant stages in the military so mm -hmm. my beginning early stages in the military affected that so your early stages in your career may affect or will affect you know how you uh conduct yourself later on in that same career field because while you may have already been an adult or you may have been you know in your late teens whatever age you were in when you started your career um that is the infant stage of that path for you mm -hmm. so the later stages in that area will be influenced directly by the infant stages yes yes and I thought this was interesting too, babe. Um, but I read how, you know, sometimes people will are slow to acknowledge attachment needs, mm -hmm. especially as adults. And right. they say that they rather, you know, more so favor independence. Yeah. How, yeah. Right? Right. However, studies have found that our interdependent relationships have a direct impact 
on our independence. Yeah, dive into that a little bit more. Okay. So it's common for different ones to say, you know, hey, I don't want to be needy, right? Right. But again, like I said, research will confirm that when people receive predictable positive attachments, like, mm. you know, responses, yeah. they function more autonomously. And when people have a safe base, the perceived safety allows them to take risks independently wow. away from the attachment figure. Wow, wow. So, you know, thinking about that, it, it should, you know, have an influence on your parenting style as well as your leadership style. Mm-hmm. So, man, if I uh, parent my children in this manner, it could, you know, negatively influence them. It could have a negative impact on their ability to you know maintain build sustain relationships later on in life or like i said on your job man if i treat my employees or my co-workers like this or in this manner it will have an impact on how they conduct themselves in this job later on so your attachment style you know is not just about understanding you know uh if I understand my attachment style, then I understand what people did to me or how people were around me growing up. It's also letting you know if I conduct myself a certain way, this is an impact that I will have on others. And I think that's why this is so important because you have the ability right now to generate, to create, to establish an authentic attachment style for anyone who comes in contact with you. Your attachments, your ability to influence someone else can be so strong, so impactful, so strong, so impactful that when they leave a conversation with you, when they leave an encounter with you, it can ultimately change. It can ultimately alter how they uh, establish relationships. It can alter how they uh, establish themselves mm-hmm. in their community and society as a whole. If you want to take greater risks, right? If you want to um, move with more confidence, right, with higher a higher sense of um, esteem, um, if you want to begin to like move independently and, and um, venture off into new careers and ambition, right? Um, you want to have firm, secure attachments. Right. want to have that is going to help you so again it does start with our caregiver right our early attachment experiences are heavily influenced by caregiver responses because infants must adapt to caregivers to survive and um, these experiences become part of our subconscious brain and they influence our behaviors I mean our beliefs and our expectations about ourselves in relations to others right right so Every individual develops what Bobby calls the internal working model. And we use this to predict behavioral responses and interactions. The internal working model establishes one, one's positive feelings about oneself and one's ability to influence others in a relationship like you were just saying. Right. Over time, we form attachment schemas, which is like our core beliefs, right? right. About whether we are good and deserving of love. And of how untrustworthy others are as well. Right. And, you know, ultimately, um, like we said, it, it 
won't just show you all right this is where I am but it will show you this is where I can lead others or this is how I can help others this is how I can assist or influence others um, and having that mindset you know we look for examples where someone may have used a knowledge of um, their ability um, to to influence others and their knowledge of their own attachment style to influence those around them so you know you have a number of different examples you can use we always like to utilize spiritual examples <laughs> because we believe that the spiritual examples won't just help you on one level but it helps you on multiple levels or in multiple realms multiple dimensions Agreed. it helps you on in your conscious subconscious and you know uh, uh, areas in life right so one of the areas or one of the examples I should say that um, we both thought of immediately when immediately. we're talking about the attachment style is uh, in the scriptures in John 15 um, we have Yahushua speaking um, to his uh, disciples to the shallow king and he says in John chapter 15 um, he's making a statement to him he's explaining a few things to him but he wants them to know uh, he's explaining his connection with them their connection between one another our attachment our attachment to him mm -hmm. he's explaining the attachment to them to get them to understand how reliant they should be on him and how secure they should be to him, to him. Mm -hmm. right so it says John chapter 15 I am the vine of truth alright and my father is the husbandman mm -hmm. every branch in me that bears not fruit he takes away and every branch that bears fruit he purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. Mm -hmm. No more can ye except ye abide in me. Mm. I am the vine and you are the branches. He that abides in me. And I in him the same brings forth much fruit. Mm. For without me, you can do nothing. So, wow. <laughs> so, we're going to break down the different attachment styles here in a minute. But what he was showing them, you know, is hey, if you truly believe in this attachment and this connection that we have. With one another, if you believe in the relationship that we have established between the two of us, then there's nothing you can't do. In fact, you will begin to produce fruit, fruit right? You will produce fruit. And the great interesting thing about fruit, right? He could have said you can produce leaves. He said, I'm the vine, you're the branches. He could have said, he could have said, hey, you'll produce leaves. But he didn't say you can produce a leaf. Or leaves he said you can produce fruit mm. why did he say you can produce fruit and not leaves because trees bear leaves for themselves but they bear fruit for everyone else mm. what he was saying is if you understand if you believe in if you build upon your attachment with me 
then those around you will be able to be built upon by you. They will be able to be supported by the great things that you learn from the our fruits, test. Right? Right. And what are the fruits, babe? The fruit. Love. Love. Joy. Joy. Shalom. Shalom. Long suffering. Gentleness. Goodness. And not. Hey. Meekness and temperance self or self-control. These are the things that need so these are the signs, the green flags. Those are green flags right there. Of attachments. Right, secure attachment to Yahushua. Right, and I remember um, hearing this before, where it, it was said, uh, and I thought it was powerful, that the Most High He uh, helps us to better understand our relationship and our connection to Him. Right. Right. Through the relationships that He has us to be in with others. Right. Right. So He helps us to understand a, a marriage to Him through marriages. Right. The right. the uh, the parent child relationship through um us and our you know parents or us as parents right right so he puts these things in front of us and you know the brother sister relationship right all this stuff right he helps right. us to understand these relationships to him through us experiencing with one another right and that's the reason why he said if you you can't say that you love me and you you're you uh you're attached to me in other words right right but you hate your brother right but you hate right. your sister right and so if we if it's a struggle to attach ourselves right to uh, one another, the most high is like, I can't believe that you can, you know, that you're attached to me. Right. So look, so look deep internally and identify, man, how are my relationships with those around me? How's my relationship with my spouse? How's my relationship with my children? How's my relationship with my brothers or with my sisters? How is my relationship with my coworkers? Mm-hmm. You know, how's my relationship with my boss? You said spouse? I said spouse first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how's my, my relationship? Children. I said children. Okay. How, how's my relationship with my parents? Yes. You know, identify all of the areas where you have those individuals in place. Because guess what? Some of us may not live as close to our parents as we did when we were younger. Mm -hmm. So you may not have, or you may that may not be the best example to use, but who is that parent in your life now? Who's that older individual that you go to, that you talk to, and they kind of serve in that role as a parent to you? How is your relationship with that individual? Mm -hmm. Right? Who's the elder in your life? Who's the who's the mother, the Ema in your life? Uh -huh. How is your relationship with that individual? Because your attachment style is going to fall in one of three categories. Yes. Right, it's gonna fall in one of three categories. Mm -hmm. um, and there's, there's more, and there's, of there's course. There's there's so many different styles, but but these are the the, the beginning. Yeah, these are the yeah. these are the t the main most uh, prevalent styles. Everything kind of stems from, and then other ones kind of branch off from here, kind right? Of, yeah. So, um, the three areas that a majority of attachment styles fall under primarily are. are Secure attachment mm -hmm. style, mm -hmm. avoidant attachment, or anxious attachment. You want to kind of go over the um, secure first? I'll take secure first. Okay. So, a secure attachment, right? Secure, uh, a secure attachment will show, you know, strong evidence of intergenerational transmission 
of attachment styles mm -hmm. through experiences. What that means is that it's going to show a foundational root where it may have been passed down from your parents treating you a certain way, their parents treating them the same way, their yeah. parents treating them the same way. Yeah. Or again, it may not be a parent. It may be, you know, for example, you may have in your community, you know, a community leader that treats everyone under them a certain way and then you know individuals treat their children a certain way based off of that community leader mm -hmm. right um, but there, you'll see that generational pattern of uh, experiences that you know was transmitted down through all of these lines in order to develop this attachment style all right and it says attachment depends on emotional communication Yes. All right. The stronger your emotional communication is, the more secure it will be. Your relationship will be. Yes. All right. So when you have a strong emotional communication, I understand where I am emotionally. I understand where you are emotionally, and we uh, communicate effectively. Yes. About where we stand, about how we feel, about where we are. And also, add to real quick. Right. With secure attachment, you are comfortable with intimacy. Right. 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 You're able to balance independence at the same time closeness. Right. And your in and your independence is not um, considered a threat. Mm. Right. It's not considered like you know like intimidating to the other party, but they are able to let you flourish and let you thrive at the same time. Right. And it's a trust. It's a general trust in relationship and that, secure. And that trust is probably the most evident or the greatest evidence of a secure attachment when there's trust. In place, you know, a great example of this is when the baby looks at, you know, her, her daddy. And baby Kaya looks at, you know, her daddy, and she looks and she says, you know, dad, dad, ah. She right? says, lad. She, she calls says, you lad right now. She says, lad, right now. <laughs> she's she's from, you know, 14th century England, so she <laughs> says, lad. But I know every time she says that, that she's talking about me. So I respond. What did she call me? Huh? What did she call me? Ah, she didn't say Ma yet, did she? She said Ami. 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 So, but we respond effectively when she uh, calls out for us because we want her to know that there is security mm -hmm. in calling out for us. So every time she calls, we come running. And it comes back to that proximity. Right. We're in close proximity to her right now. Um, especially during that first year of her life, being in that close proximity is so important. She needs to you know have that um consistency right from us right. yeah absolutely you know so um whenever uh those cries are made and we respond those with every response any type of discomfort is decreased mm. and positive emotions are increased mm -hmm. so when we respond she's like man like i'm gonna continue to do this because when i need my mommy or my daddy and i make these sounds they show up so she gets a positive reinforcement for the sounds that she's making. That's the emotional communication. And it's developing her social skills, right? Right. It's developing her social skills. She's like, okay, this is how I have to respond or cry out or call out to get a response, right? Right. So it's important for social development too. Absolutely. And you know, it, it, it's they maintain that until they grow up. And the more they grow, they'll likely learn to become more uh, connected and, you know, ingrained with their caregiver so you know the older baby Kaya gets 
the more she will know that if I need my mommy or my daddy for something, I can call out to them and they'll be there. I can cry out to them and they'll be right there. And that will continue to develop and build upon that foundation of a secure attachment base. You got it. Yep. So next one is avoidance. All right. So in contrast to the secure attachment, um, in this uh, scenario, uh, avoidancy is built or developed when um, caregivers are unresponsive or uh, misattuned to their infant. This causes the child to uh, form insecure styles. So infants will then minimize or amplify their attachment needs. So parents who inhibit, ignore, or uh, rebuff their children's calls for emotional connections are likely to teach their children an avoidant, avoidant attachment style. These parents are often uncomfortable with physical contact. Right. In those cases, infants and children will minimize their own attachment needs and seem to turn inward to self soothe mm. so you want to ask yourself too and when it comes to attachment styles right um do i oftentimes try to just um turn on turn inward right to self-soothe i'll take care of it myself right when there's a challenge or an issue do i kind of pull away and just say you know leave me alone let me figure it out on my own right right so you make sure you don't uh you don't mistake independence you know for an avoidant attachment style like oh i'll take care of it myself are you being independent or are you being avoided? Mm. You have to ask yourself those questions. Because again, a secure attachment style will actually encourage and lead to independence. more independence. Right. But an avoidant attachment style will lead to a sense of segregation. You're going to isolate yourself. Instead of independence, you'll have isolation. And you'll pass that down to that next generation mm -hmm. or you'll pass that to those other relationships and ultimately children who tend to avoid closeness in these relationships will most um, um, oftentimes become adults who persist in these deactivating attachment needs and maintain distance from others as well right right and uh, you want to knock out the last one too sure sure thing so lastly we have the uh, anxious style anxious attachment style so when it comes to this attachment style individuals will seek high levels of intimacy approval and responsiveness which is which is good right, right. but at the same time they are worrying worrying about being unloved or abandoned and may be sensitive to changes in the relationship right super worried super worried about like man is this is this working is it gonna work? How long is this gonna work? You know, before it messes up. Remember when we talked about the red flags and green flags? Right. It's like that red flag mentality. Right, right. Man, what's gonna go wrong? What's gonna Something's go wrong? Gonna I go know wrong. it's gonna backfire. Right. And so you too good just, to be true. Too good to be true. And so you're like in this relationship but living you're in this relationship but you're also fearing the relationship at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of, you know, being independent or um, or just simply isolating yourself, you know, you don't isolate yourself. You're almost uh, punishing yourself because mm -hmm. you're constantly looking for 
you know, the, the negative situation to come and just ruin everything. Mm-hmm. You know, the Debbie Downer. You know, what's the, what was the Duncan and Winnie the Pooh? Eeyore. <laughs> you know, like, man, something's going to go wrong. Something's going to happen. You're kind of looking for that constantly. Um, and isn't it amazing how that develops in, in infancy? Right. As an infant, right, when we're not attentive to our infant, and they have to learn how to take care of things on their own, and we're inconsistent with it as an infant, uh, the child, that baby, is like, you know, anxious when it comes to us. Yeah. You know, they're like, man, like, I, my mom, sometimes she comes, but then sometimes she just, she just leaves me. Yeah. And so it's like that, that inconsistency will cause the baby to, like, grow up and develop that at an early age. Right. That they can't trust. And, you know, it's interesting, because like I said, it's not just about, like, hey, what happened to you when you were a baby? You know, how you... Uh, is specific, you know, specifically, you know, correlated to how you conduct yourself when you're an adult. It also works in other relationships and in your career as well. Um, so, like for myself in the military, like right now, I am, you know, hyper vigilant. But it's not because I had a uh, an anxious attachment style at home mm-hmm. but in my infant stages in the military yes it was a constant sense of you have you never knew what was going to happen you never knew what mood you know the <laughs> your your leadership was in you never knew if your drill sergeant was, was happy or mad because something was going to happen you then you're just constantly waiting for something to happen when we train you train for the worst case scenario so it's like all right worst case scenario worst. so the whole deployment you're looking for the worst case scenario because that's what I prepare for. That's a good point. Trauma. Tra- that's where I was going. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead. No, no. So, so, so traumatic experiences generate or create or can generate or can create an anxious attachment style in different areas in your life. So believe it or not, you can have multiple attachment styles based on this different situations or different circumstances in your life. Mm-hmm. If you had a situation... You know where you know you have been you know abused then anytime you face that type of um environment right even if it's not negative and you know purposely negative but when you're just in that environment that anxiety because of that you know situation you're going through because the trauma that you experienced um will begin to take you over it'll take the place of even a secure attachment style well, let me I'll say this too. It's also about how the caregiver responds to the anxiety. Right. Right? right. So hear me out. You mentioned your the military experience, which is a good example, right? Right. Of how like, you know, my emphasis in the military, right? right? But then it's like not only um your leaders ignoring you, right? Your distress. But then you're in a a world where you can't come to family, you can't come to me for right. uh support we'll talk about it yeah you couldn't right because i didn't understand that world right and so the even the advice that i try to give you did not offer any real like real comfort right from the distress right right and so that's something else to keep in mind too is like you know it's, it's really how we respond to distress when the baby's crying they're in some even though they're little and it's like there's nothing wrong with you you're just cute and take pictures all the time right but they're in a distress yeah that's and, yeah you know we talk about that all the time um with, with all of our children but you know most recently with baby Kaya if she's crying we're like hey we have an understanding if she's crying and we know we changed her we know we fed her we know all this stuff 
Alright, well, if I have the opportunity, I'm going to go pick her up and comfort her. You know, because that's going to... She may just want to be held, and that will uh, further establish a secure attachment style and that'll decrease the potential for an avoidant or anxious attachment style, just simply picking her up and holding her. Because although she may not, she may uh, be in good standing based off of everything we can understand, we don't fully understand what's going on with her uh, developmentally, um, mentally, uh, emotionally. She may just need to be held to ease all of those other areas. So by picking her up, you know, you uh, further um, establish that foundation of a secure style and you prevent, you know, a lingering possibility of other styles, you know, layering their head up. Awesome. So let's go over a few questions, okay? Yeah. Um, we actually took the attachment style quiz. I highly recommend that you all take the quiz. Right, right. Um, just type in attachment style. No, I'll put the link. You put the link in the, um, your Spotify, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll put a link on the, you know, the different platforms that we have. And highly recommend that you take this uh, quiz. It, it really helps you understand your attachment style. Right. And also to um, uh, some of the things that may have led to the development of your attachment style as well. Right. And if you want us to kind of talk more about um, this topic, you want us to kind of get a little deeper in um, different attachment styles, let us know. We'd love to, you know, go a little further into this Absolutely. topic. But. One way that we can actually help to build, um, improve our, our attachment style is through communication. Right. Right. And also recognizing our emotional support. That's right. very, very imp imperative is to recognize your emotional support. And that's what we mean by that is basically understanding how you and your partner, your spouse, mm -hmm. um, emotionally support one another. Yes. Yes. And especially with the insecure styles, because right. you're thinking that you don't have that support. You're thinking that it's not consistent it's not reliable but having these discussions help you to realize okay no i do have a firm support system right and that's why we encourage to uh, take that uh that little quiz um because if you take that quiz if you take that quiz it will give you and your uh or you and your co-worker whoever you take it with it'll give you and the other individual the information necessary to better understand your relationship with one another and you find that you're dealing with indecisiveness low motivation um self-doubt um very hardiness of your own worst enemy right your right. biggest critic um this may also help you to understand um attachment style may also help you understand um the reasons behind that as well right 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 so it's very helpful so one of them we're gonna go over some questions yeah yeah because okay. once because we took those that that survey um it helped us to understand a little more about uh our relationship with one another and the impact of childhood experiences right and military experiences military experiences and how it's how, how it's affecting us um with our children now so we asked these additional questions mm -hmm. to dive a little bit deeper all right so first question is when i have a bad day my partner shows support by blank right Right. So, um, when you have a bad day, you can answer it. I can answer it. Okay. When I have a a bad day, um, you show support by um, allow um, offer me validation. Right. Right. Number one is important. You allow me to talk about it. I'm in a, a judgment free zone to share how I feel, what's going on, 
and I'm really able to have like no filter. Right. Now he's going to address it later. He's going to, you know, help me to uh, get myself back on track, right? But I'm free to have no filter and just really just vent and let it out. Right. That's important without being judged. Right. But at the same time, you also offer comfort, mm-hmm. you know, support, and that really helps me. Yeah. What about me? Yeah. Uh, similarly, you offer that uh, support and comfort so I can know, like, okay, I'm not tripping. I am having a tough day, but the but the world is not uh, over now. But at the same time, you kind of hold me accountable, which is something that I that you know I need. I think that most men need. It's like, all right, like, you're having a bad day, but let's pull it together. It just helps me not to stay stuck in that rut. You know, if a man <laughs> if a man is having a bad day and starts you know getting the you know what was me and then you just come in like oh you're right this is tough then we'll milk that junk until the cows <laughs> dry you know what i'm saying so we need that like all right like you're having a tough day but the world's not over like come on let's get back out there and try again <laughs> and then we get back out and say so you do that for me a lot um another one is think about a time when um your partner really had your back mm. You can go first, come on first last time. Okay, time that you really had my back. Um, I, I mean, I think the most obvious one um, for me is, you know, when I decided to uh, separate from the military, that was a super tough decision and a very difficult transition. And I would not have been able to survive that without you. I would have already been back in the military. I would have been deployed again which, you know, would not have been the best decisions for my health. Um, but I would did all that stuff again because I just was not, you know, it was a tough situation, tough, you know, tough decisions, tough uh, conditions of, that I was placed in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just needed somebody to have my back because it seemed like everybody was saying, whoa, what, this, what do you think you're doing? Don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just need somebody on my side. And you were definitely one that was on my side. I feel like, um, for me, spiritually, um, the Most High made me different. I'm I'm very radical for the Most (laughs) High. And I take His word literally. Oh, yeah. And I'm willing to give anything at any time. Moment's notice. At a moment's notice. You know what I'm saying? In my pursuit of the Most High. I mean, my pursuit of living for him and, and giving them anything and everything, right? Absolutely. And so, in order to do that, there's times where we, we made different moves where people didn't understand my love for the Most High and didn't understand our, my decision. You know, why are you moving into an RV? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that, right? Right. We didn't understand those moves I was making, but it's, it's, it was beautiful because I always had my ish, you know what I mean, who just as radical as I am, you know? That's right. <laughs> and always support me, um, speak for me, stand for me, you know, and and whenever I'm like, hey, the Most High has shown me this. He trusts where I am in, you know, my relationship with the Most High. I trust him as well. And I, I, I think that is very important for me. That really means a lot to me. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know we were only saying one thing, but man, I can definitely echo that. Like, well, I, I know that I'm, I'm extreme with the Most High. Like, he can tell me, all right, tomorrow I need you to pack up everything that you own I need you to drive to Alaska it's going to take a while I don't know how you're going to get there um, 
But I need you to leave tomorrow at 7 a.m. I'm like, all we right. out. Sweetheart. Alaska. This is what we got to do. This is, I'm being led to do this. <laughs> and you'd be like, all right, let's do it. You know, you just have my back no matter what. <laughs> so that, that helps me to stay accountable or help me to stay responsible with it, though, because I know no matter what, you're going to follow me. So I don't want to lead you into just any and everything. So I definitely, definitely is a way of, you know, not just holding you accountable, but keeping you, keeping you straight, keeping you uh, serious about it. Now, man, look at yourself now and ask yourself this question, right? Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself as someone who needs other people? Why or why not? <laughs> uh, do I see myself as someone who needs other people? Mm-hmm. Um, by other, is that not including you? I was. You can include me too, but branch outside of me too. Okay. I know I need you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just because of everything we've been through, it's always great to have somebody on your side. Um, and I, I just know with everything that I've been through that you've always been there. So I always feel like I need my, I need my Isha, I need my wife, I need my baby. Um, <laughs> I need you too, baby. Besides you, like I, you know, I love having other people around. I love having other people with us, um, especially in our walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. This is the first time we had people that that really legit was like about this thing the way we are you know what I'm saying um, that is so true yeah man like we never had and we needed that we never realized how much we needed we, that we needed it so much we never we had we needed people. some radicals for the most high right like, we was <laughs> like man we, we out here tripping you know what I'm saying <laughs> but we wasn't though we just wasn't with the right group because you know it saying? does feel lonely if you look at me and you as one yeah right we are one and our approach to like you know just living for the most high servant right right and just our faith and not just you know spiritual but like everything that we do professionally we take you know big risks right we oh, yeah. big moves. but like hey we were doing that by ourselves absolutely and it does mean a lot to have people who are like you know everybody taking risks. yeah <laughs> <laughs> everybody doing but we're all but we're, the most high is also blessing that right and everybody's supporting that. and everybody's supporting one another in those decisions or in those conditions in those situations it's you know we, it, everything we talk about today you know what I'm saying it kind of influenced our way of how we conducted ourselves spiritually um, when we first joined you know what I'm saying with everyone with you know our group we're with now initially it was like man you know it was almost avoidant it was like alright we're radical you know, we've been rejected before you know, we've been rejected before so you know what I'm and saying our emphasis, and our spiritual empathy like, we'll just stay off on our own <laughs> and then there was even times when we was even a little anxious like alright like so when they go and turn on us you know what I'm saying yeah and we know we about to do this now and this is usually when everybody turned against us and then we looked left and right and everybody was going with us you know what I'm saying so um, ultimately it helped us to do, to form a secure attachment with and that secure attachment gave us the, the, the faith and the courage to take other steps. Like right, infinite ascensions. Yeah. Infinite ascensions is a is our, our life coaching counseling baby, okay? Right. Right? <laughs> and um it's our, our business yeah. that we are we're doing it we're doing it independently, you know what I'm saying? And we're doing it, you know, with confidence and believing that the most high is going to truly bless this endeavor. Absolutely. Right? But that that's the beauty of like having a secure attachment with others where you can take those leaps and get wise counsel and advice on how to make it, you know, grow more. We have that now. Right. 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 
Last question, babe. Last one. Your your call. You can you can go. Last one. Last one. Um. <laughs> says uh. How do? Alright, so this question for you. How do you feel about the idea that people can function more independently if they know a partner is is accessible and responsive? It makes sense. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. think about this, babe. When we are together, right? Mm-hmm. When we're together. Well, honestly, when you came into my life, even though you were overseas or you were, you know, we when we first started dating even, right? right. We was in, all the way down in North South Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you were all the way down in North Carolina, you know what I mean? Right. But even though we were like miles apart, right? Um, having you in my life and you being consistent in my life and supporting me and loving me and rooting for me, right? Right. It, it, it really helped me to just grow. It helped me to grow even when I was, you know, in college. I started, you know, talking more and branching out more and starting to network and things like that because I just knew I had you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know, to, as that safe, that safe haven, if right. you will, right? Right. And I'm telling you, it's nothing like you being with me. If I know you're in a room somewhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I'm talking, I'm social, I'm confident, I'm, you know, navigating, right. doing what I have to do, right? Right, right. Because I know I have you. It's just, so it does make sense. I see it. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm a different person, babe, because of you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you really helped me to just branch out and really just blossom. Like, like the Bible said, like being fruitful. Right, right. Because of you. Right. You know what I mean? And, the most high bring you into my life you know Absolutely. and even the like well have the most high you know what i'm saying yeah most high is my secure attachment. attachment he's my safe haven he's my my secure base you know what i mean right. like whenever he tells me to do something you know and, and go out there and try something new or say this or you know what i mean right i do it with confidence because he's with me right you know absolutely yeah. and you know we want to ensure you know, our goal is to identify the different ways where we can uh sure up the secure attachment mm-hmm. and you know what i'm saying harden it solidify it mm-hmm. ensure that it's uh that it's you know stable you know and that we can build upon it because if you have a secure foundational or you're you have a se- secure attachment foundation and as your foundation then there's you know nothing that you can't build on top of it nothing you can't build on top of it secure that secure uh, attachment is important. Right. You know what I mean? Success is based off of, you know, uh, those relationships. Success is based off of having, like, connections and relationships. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are for it. And so you want to make sure that you are able to, to do that. And so it does start with that caregiver relationship. You know what I mean? But then sometimes life circumstances and things like that can also um, cause us to develop insecure attachments. But... I encourage you to all today to really ask yourself, what is your attachment style? Is it um, avoidant? Is it secure? Or is it anxious, right? Which one do you see yourself exhibiting? And start with your marriage. Start with the marriage because it, it starts with a marriage. It's, this whole thing started with a marriage, right? right? And so start there, but then you'll see that from the marriage, how it spills over into other areas of your life, right? Um, right. How you are as a parent. How you are professionally, how you are spiritually, you'll see the, the trickle down. And if you're not married, start with the closest relationship that you have. Mm-hmm. That individual that you have the closest relationship with, 
Um, you can be a, a brother, a sister, a friend, a parent. Mm -hmm. Start with that relationship and then build from there. Um, and yes. you know, if you have any uh, issues identifying who that person is, or if you start to identify um, some things in your attachment style that you realize, like, man, I'm, I've, I've identified this. We've identified these things together, and they've given us some interesting information. But man, I don't know where to go from here. Well, guess what? You can go to infiniteascension.org, infiniteascension.org. I am waiting for you. Sirak, the RV therapist, is waiting for you. We can help We're you here. To not just identify what these things mean, what these different attachment styles mean for you, but how you can take what your current style is mm -hmm. and elevate and grow. Strengthen it. Strengthen it and ultimately ascend to the highest level that you in your relationship has ever been to because it's not about where you are but it's about where you deserve to be and you deserve to ascend to the highest level so we appreciate your time thank you so on much this for great episode in. thank you for tuning in if you have any questions shoot your questions in the section below hit us up send us an email give us a phone call find us and we will answer all right so once again i am hanuk the armor bearer hanuk nasaya and with me i have Hasa sarak your rv therapist and our special guest baby kaya <laughs> she actually fell asleep halfway so she, then she woke back up <laughs> and now she's awake <laughs> but we we appreciate your time and <laughs> Be empowered, be encouraged, grow, ascend to the highest level you've ever been to. Until we talk next time, we will be prepared to embark on this great journey with you soon. You have a great one. Shalom, shalom, shalom. shalom. Thank you.